and we are currently live. Okay, let me send some invites to some people and see if anybody wants to listen live. There's no guarantees, but can't complain. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I made a quick post online to see if anybody wanted to um get on and listen, but we'll see if anybody wants to listen live while we uh do this. How was your th- how 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 was your but, Thanksgiving, man? Did you have a good day? Dude, it was good, man. I ate a lot of food. Um, got to see a lot of family. Uh, overall, yeah, just a really good time. You? No, yeah, I had a, I had a pretty good Thanksgiving. It was probably the first time in a long time that we did Thanksgiving, like at my house. You know, usually it's like going to somebody else's house or really not doing much. But this time, we actually did something at our house, and it was kind of like a, just a change of um, scenery for it. Dude, I, yeah, it's always nice to mix it up. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but like I like I talked to you earlier in the week, I was like, man, I wanted to do this earlier, and you could probably still hear it in my voice a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, how are you feeling, man? You know, I was never really sick feeling. You know, it was more or less like chilling in bed. I felt fine, but when I was up and about at work and stuff, I was like, I kind of was like, I don't even know what I'm looking for. Maybe a little bit of drained feeling. I don't know. I just kind of was like, eh. But uh, right. yeah, I mean, I physically feel fine. It was mostly this like, like more or less like stuffed up and congested feeling, but I, I feel good. So it's just, just, yeah. it's just mostly in the voice. So not too bad. Good, man. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, dude. Thanks for uh, getting out of this with me. I mean, you know, I, I, I try to get at least like one pretty cool uh, fan page or something, or somebody similar to me to get on and do like an episode with me a week. I try to do a player, but you know, sometimes it's hard to schedule two different shows in the, in the week if you're busy and stuff. But um, I just figured you'd be like the perfect person to get on and do it with because <laughs> honestly, man, it's, it's weird because in the community on Instagram, um, you would think that like, or most people would think that like me and you wouldn't be like, cool. Like out of all of the um, uh, pages for, for your <laughs> team, dude, you're honestly like one of the cooler dudes. So I honestly, I thank you a lot for being as cool as you are because I've done I've done a podcast with you for yours and I think it's mutual. I think me and you could both both agree that we're we're both all right people. Yeah, man. I mean, you and I we've been we've been talking, we've known each other for I mean, God, I want to say like probably three years now, and it's always been you know pretty respectful. We like to talk uh, Big Ten football all together, not just our teams. Um, but yeah, dude, it's a lot of fun, and it's like doing it, you know. It's college football yeah exactly dude it's 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 way better when you could actually respect and like there's really no bad blood between us i mean it is what it is um we're we're cool with each other we'll chat it up like like i said you it's really rare to find uh two people like this to be able just to sit and chat it up because you'll have like other like immature people that are like oh fuck that guy man fuck him buckeyes by fucking 100 you're a bitch i'm like bro come on it's <laughs> come on dude i i try to have a little i try to have some respect for some people and you're one of the cool guys you respect me i respect you the respect is mutual man yeah dude of course and i mean if we're gonna we're gonna get into it i mean i i'm only 20 years old and i think <laughs> God, we've won three times since the year 2000. So you guys have every right to just rub it in my face. But I, you know, honestly, sometimes when I'm on your page, if there's like a, you know, something, a, a post that I comment on, um, you know, usually people are pretty respectful because I think, I think some of your followers know me now and I don't know, they get that I'm not gonna just talk a ton of shit. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, you, you you jump on there with respect, and you'll, like, say good things about us. It's not like you're jumping on there just talking shit. Like, I try to do the same thing. I You'll really never really see me going on somebody else's page to talk shit unless they're, like, like constantly talking shit on my page. Like, fucking college football talks. That dude's a bitch, dude. He talks shit all the time on my page. And then, like, I don't, I don't fucking know, dude. I, I'll call anybody out, bro. If, you, if the way you come at me and the way you act on Instagram, bro, I don't care who you are, bro. I will check you real quick on that. Yeah, I got to give that to you. You keep it uh you keep it you keep it real. You don't uh I mean, it's not it's not I'm not saying this is good, bad or indifferent, but you know, you say it as it is. Yeah, I mean, I could I could be as boring as it as it gets and um be just like, "Oh, Buckeyes touchdown" or like I could just say at the end of the game, "Oh, nice win. Oh, we'll get them next week." Fuck that shit, dude. I like to speak my voice and like have an opinion on this and be as realistic as possible. I'm not going to just sit there and just be like, "Oh yeah, it was a good game. Oh, we could play better." Oh, no, fuck that shit, man. If I feel like <laughs> the game was decided by fucking horrible officials or something, I'm going to call that shit out regardless of, "Oh, you're always bitching." No, fuck that, dude. I watched the game. The refs sucked, right. dude. They sucked. Bro, it's funny you bring that up, and I'm not trying to, like, I just, uh, literally 15 minutes ago, I'm scrolling through Instagram, and obviously I follow a lot of other Michigan pages, and I forget what one it was, but they put on their story that the 2016 official, I think I think he's the back judge, um, that he, he is an Ohio State fan, that he is going to be officiating this game. And, what? And... Because I think that what back in uh, 2006, when you guys were number one and we were number two, and we can't, we went uh, to uh, the shoe. Um, he wasn't allowed to officiate that game because of potential bias. But then they let him officiate 2016, and now they're letting him officiate this game, dude. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. How is that allowed? You know what I? You know what's crazy about you bringing that up? I had some guy guy in my Instagram DMs. Um, he's an Ohio State fan, obviously. This dude is in my DMs. Sends me a few pictures of like this shrine, like a like a shrine of like a JT Barrett jersey, I believe, and like pictures from that game in 2016. And yeah, I was like, I was like, what is this? And like, he's like, he said that this was in the basement of the ref that officiated that game. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. I was like, I was like, oh I was my. like, how do you know this? And the dude said that, <laughs> that's kind of creepy. I was like, I think the guy was like, oh shit, I totally forgot what he said. But I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, this dude has like a whole shrine of like Ohio State memorabilia and like a, a fucking plaque jersey for JT Barrett in the game of 2016, where oh, obvi- obviously you know all the controversy from th- that game, but. Yeah. Um. I was. I thought that was crazy. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Obviously, I heard that the dude was an Ohio State fan, but I didn't know that he would have went out of his way to make like get something like that made to be put in his basement." Yeah, dude. So I'm. I don't know how how I should feel about this. Um. But I mean, I'm a little upset. But I don't know. I guess in 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 a game, if you're gonna let the officials, and I'm kind of being hypocritical here because of how much I bitched about the uh, Michigan State game, which I went to, by the way. But the, the, Ooh, the officials ouch. shouldn't play a factor. But like I just said, I'm kind of being hypocritical because of my prior comments. But I don't know. I don't know. It kind of just sucks, though, knowing that he's an Ohio State fan. I mean, I would say the same thing if he was a Michigan fan, you know? I mean, I hear that I hear that the weather in that game isn't going to be, like, that good. I think it's going to be snowy and windy and fucking yeah. cold. 
Yeah, dude, this that's that's making me happy. Making it hard to throw the ball because we need we need every bit of help we can get to stop that passing game. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know how the game's gonna go. Obviously, you guys are in really like a kind of like a prime position to still make the playoffs if if you guys could pull an upset off against us. Um, it's weird because I don't know how a lot of you guys a lot of a lot of you guys felt after taking the L to uh, uh, Michigan State. I didn't know if you guys were like, oh, yeah, our season's done. But you guys, like, worked your way right back into the conversation. Yeah, that, uh, you know, that, that game against Michigan State, I was <laughs> I was sitting in the student section, um, and I was wearing a maze shirt, so I was getting heckled the whole game. But we were up 30-14, to 14, like, five minutes to go in the third quarter, and I'm thinking, all right, this is sick. We're going to be 8-0. We're going to have momentum. We're probably going to roll into Ohio State. Uh, undefeated, and you know, potentially, even if we drop that game, we're probably still going to make the playoff because of how crazy uh, the season's been so far. So, I think what stings most about that uh, Michigan State loss is the fact that you know, if if we do lose tomorrow, um, you know, the playoffs over. But if we were undefeated going into this, I mean, it's still a good chance we would have made it. You know, oh, I, I never really. Looked at it like that. I mean, that's a. I mean, that's a real positive way to look at it. Even thinking that you guys could have lost to us undefeated and still made it. Um, who knows how the final four teams are going to play out, man? I think it's going to be chaos at the end of the season because, as you know, Alabama and Georgia have to play each other. So, they're. I mean, I feel like yep. something's going to happen, and for some reason they're both they're both still going to make the playoffs. You know, I don't. It's weird. I yeah. hope not. I've been seeing. I was going to say, I've been seeing some scenarios where, uh, you know, if Alabama loses, like, a one-possession game to Georgia, and then, like, Cincinnati drops to Houston, they would let Alabama in over a one-loss Cincinnati. Oh, man. I don't even want to think because I feel like Cincinnati, I mean, obviously Cincinnati, I mean, I think they'd get smacked by any of the teams right now that are in the top four, but... Um, I think they deserve it. I mean, Cincinnati's gone undefeated almost two seasons in a row. And I think that if anybody deserves it, it's them, even as a four seed. I just hope that in my, in my like best scenario, like how I want it to play out, I just hope that um, for, I, for some reason, I hope Alabama, Alabama beats Georgia because Alabama's offense is 10 times the offense Georgia has. I don't know what's going to, ha- I don't know what's going to happen to Georgia if they got to get into like a shootout with a team where, they're going to have to go back and forth because I don't know if Georgia's offense is built for that because their quarterback, I, I don't think their are. quarterback throws a lot of interceptions and their offense is like solid, like against like a, a shitty SEC team where they can break off a run and boom, their defense gives them 16, 15 or whatever. And then boom, I don't think they're going to be able to match score for score. And Alabama is a team that could easily uh, out, outscore them on offense big time. And I don't know what's going to happen if they get into that situation, but like I was saying, I hope that Alabama beats Georgia um, and we take care of you guys because that would put us at number one um, for sure. I, I don't see us drop because we're number we're number two right now. So if that happens, I can't see – or yep. oh, shit, that's hard to say because Alabama might – who knows? I don't even know because SEC bias, man, they like right. Alabama. Dude, SEC bias is insane. Yeah, Alabama beats Georgia and then boom, they go from three to four even though we take care of you guys, top five. Then we take care of Wisconsin. I don't know where they would rank, be ranked at that point, but that shit's lame, dude. I hate to even think about how the SEC bias could play out because 
I hope that Cincinnati does make it and Ohio gets to play Ohio State gets to play Cincinnati in the first round because I think we smack Cincinnati. That's the easiest route for us. Yeah, I think uh if you guys played Cincinnati for one, that would be sick. Um I think I think Cincinnati's corners, uh Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant, I think they're studs. The problem is though, you guys attack the safeties like hard and I think you would just throw over the top all day on them. Let's 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 um let's chat a little bit about like our teams this year. I mean, obviously you guys lost that game to uh Sparty, right? And um and then you watched how we performed against them last week. Did that worry you at all seeing the way we we played them compared to the way you guys did? Um, you know, I I mean, obviously, if the team you're playing next week is up 49 to nothing at half and have and has 500 yards of offense, um, you know, if they're doing that to a top 10 opponent, you're going to worry. But I don't know. I feel I feel I mean, I'm nervous, but I don't know if I'm as nervous as I should be. And, and, and the reason being, you probably know what I'm going to say, is that Michigan State's pass defense is so horrible and. I, I don't know for that for that game. My score prediction was fifty-two to twenty-four. Obviously, I was way off, but I, I was thinking you guys were going to throw over them. I just didn't know it was going to be that embarrassing for Michigan State. Um, you know, I think I think our as far as our pass defense goes, we've been okay. Um, a good thing for us has been that our I think he's a junior, DJ Turner has really been coming on uh, as of late at corner for us. He let up a couple uh, big plays against Penn State, but that's going to happen with a, with a air raid offense. Um, but yeah, watching that game last week, I was getting a little nervous, but then I kind of realized, okay, we have you know a better pass rush. We have a better secondary. Um, and, and I think the big thing was this for Michigan State, uh, d- despite you know their secondary is on offense, they just panicked. And they they just stopped giving it to Walker. Now I heard he hurt his foot or whatever, but you give you give him six carries overall. Like once they were down fourteen nothing, they just abandoned the run altogether. And you can't do that against Ohio State because if you start going three and out, uh, your your defense is screwed. You know. I think I I think I think um, Walker broke off like three runs for like eight yards or something. But uh, as like it's hard for me to say I'm, I'm biased because I'm fucking biased as fuck, but. It looks like, dude, I swear to God, we were getting held on all those runs. I'm like, dude, I, I swear our dudes are getting ripped to the ground every time he got more than eight yards on, on the ground. But now that he wasn't, he was, I knew that that was going to happen. I felt like maybe he might get lucky and break one off, but I was like, there's no way this dude's going to run all over us because our rush defense, as bad as it was at the beginning of the season, that's probably one of our biggest strengths mm-hmm. right now because. I have a hundred percent faith that our 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 running defense is going to stop the run. Like I have, I, I don't think you guys are going to run all over us. Obviously, you guys have like what three, two or three really good uh, uh, running backs that are going to split carries probably. Um, but I, I just feel confident yeah. in that if anything, that's the way you guys are. It's hard to say because I, I'm so confident in our running defense, but then you got a quarterback that averages like five yards a pass. Yeah, you know, I think uh, if if I'm looking at Ohio State's defense, um, 
what stands out to me the most is the defensive line. I think you guys have a top five D line in the country, specifically defensive end. I think you guys have five NFL defensive ends on your roster. Um, but when it comes to, well, also, I mean, the secondary is pretty young, but it's really, really talented. I think your linebackers are the weak point. And, you know, in the last five years, you know, I've watched some really, really good linebackers for Ohio State. This might be, and they're still good. They're still good players, but this might be the the worst linebacking core I've seen in the last five years. I, I think they're good at run, run defense, but th- what I think Michigan has to do tomorrow, for one, obviously, sustained drives, and I'll, and I'll get into that, but they need to use Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum along with the tight ends in the passing game, get those guys matched up on the linebackers. Cause I think I agree with you. I think your guys run defense um, since that Oregon game. I mean, you guys made a bunch of adjustments. You got a new play caller and everything. Your run defense is a lot better. And I don't think we can just run Hassan Haskins, you know, head first into a wall, you know, three times over and then pump the ball away. If, if, if that's, if that's what Gaddis and Harbaugh are going to do tomorrow, it's going to be it's going to get ugly fast. Um, but yeah, like I said, man, get Eric All, get Blake Corum, get Donovan Edwards on a linebacker, and just let them work. Um, I think Donovan Edwards last week he broke the all-time receiving yard record for Michigan for for a Michigan running back in school history. He had like 170 yards. That dude, I think he might be a better receiver than he is a running back, honestly. Um, but, yeah, man, like you said, you guys run defenses a whole lot better. And if, if Harbaugh and Gaddis are trying to play old school ball, it's it's going to be over quick tomorrow. Let me let me ask you this. If you guys get, in, get into a situation where you guys can't move the chains on the ground and you guys got to start throwing the ball, uh, do you have faith in Cade, uh, was it McNamara or whatever? Yep. Um, do you guys do you have faith that he could get the job done if you guys have to go to like a throwing only offense? Um, I can't I can't say I have total confidence in him. I think the the good thing about Cade is he rarely makes mistakes. I mean, I think he has two interceptions in in his entire career at Michigan. Um, you don't throw the ball deep, man. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. He doesn't throw the deep ball, and and when he does, you know, a guy. This is one of the things that, that this is one of the knocks on Kate is, you know, let's say a receiver's running a deep post and he gets separation. You know, he's coming from the left side to the middle of the field. He's got that separation. Kate doesn't lead him. He like throws it back towards the defender and then it's just broken up. Um, so, yeah, if we get into a throw only game tomorrow, I, I think. Uh, I, I think we'll be able to score, but we'll probably score half as many points as Ohio State. <laughs> Dude, I um how do you how how were you feeling last week watching that Michigan State game? You know, I was telling people before the game started, I was all like, this game is gonna go one of two ways. It's either gonna go it's gonna be a close game and we're gonna end up winning by like a touchdown or something. Uh because we were a little shaky, a little shaky defensively. Like the Penn State game, we couldn't really convert in the red zone, so the game was a lot closer than it really should have been because of our inabilities to actually convert the ball when we should have. So mm-hmm. I thought it was either going to be a really close game or we were going to blow them out. But even on my predictions with um, MSU Sports Zone, I was like, 
I was like bucks by like 50 or something, dude. I was like, dude, I'm like, fuck that shit, dude. I, all the confidence in the world. And then boom, the game happens. I think it was the very first drive that we made, we had. And I was like, oh yeah, CJ Stroud is on it. And we, we started that game with the game plan of obviously exploiting their uh, pass defense because we were just throwing the ball all over the field on that first drive. I think, I think in the first quarter, yeah. CJ Stroud had like 150 or something and like two touchdowns or something. Yeah. So. After after the first quarter, I was like, "Yeah, this game's fucking over, dude." I'm like, "They suck." <laughs> yeah, dude, that was that was probably the most dominant uh, win I've ever been able to to witness. Um, I, I yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy, man. Um, but also, I mean, I mean, you mentioned the Penn State game. Penn State, in my opinion, I think they have the best defense in the Big Ten. I really do. We struggled against them, man. We really did. I mean, it's a good team. Oh, and that, I mean, that kind of brings me to this point for Michigan. Um, you know, what What I think we're going to do tomorrow, uh, as far as the defensive strategy goes, we're going to have our two down tackles, uh, Mozzie Smith, Christopher Hinton. You're going to have, this is going to be our, our basic defense for the most part, but Ajabo and Hutchinson standing up on the edge. And I think what you're going to see is McDonald. Uh, our D coordinator, he's going to make sure that Ross stays as the inside linebacker. And if you guys motion out Travion Henderson, because this is what I would do if I was Ryan Day, motion out Travion Henderson, make make a linebacker cover him. Um, but I think you know if you if you if you get Ross matched up on Henderson, that's money all day. But we have a we I mean we got a freshman All American linebacker who's got some speed, so that's kind of a good thing for us. Match him up on that, and then obviously you got your two corners, two safeties, and Dax Hill at the nickel. So I think the run game for Ohio State it's going to be there tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if Day calls a, a lot more running than you know maybe Ohio State fans are expecting, simply because we're probably going to have. I, I I can't see us putting more than seven guys in the box really at any given moment, unless it's an overloaded set. Um, but I think Michigan's game plan defensively is between the twenties, let you guys operate. Just don't let anything over the top. And when it gets to the red zone, it's got to be locked down and try to try to force as many field goals as possible. Cause I've had so many Michigan fans this week saying, you know, our defense, they got to hold them to under 20, <laughs> You know, they got to they got to stop them like, dude, it's just not realistic. Like you can't it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? Bend to Ben. You guys want to play that Ben, but don't break defense, huh? Exactly. Yeah, because I mean, if you play going back to Don Brown, just the super aggressive defense. OK, you're probably going to get some big plays. You're probably going to get some, you know, some sacks and whatnot. But guess what? There's going to be a handful of plays where you're going to get exposed and they're going to throw it over the top. I don't think McDonald's going to play that way. I think he's going to let him get, you know, down to the 25-20, and then it's going to be, you know, strap up and get ready to bring it to another gear. At least that's what I think. Um, go ahead. Okay, so a fun stat that I've seen, which is fucking, like, it's it's kind of pitiful a little bit, but um, going into the game last week, I looked up C.J. Stroud rushing stats. On the season, I think he had three rushing yards. Um. I don't remember if he had any last week um, or not, maybe a few, but I feel like this is going to be the game where Ohio State fans are going to see C.J. Stroud take off with the ball a little bit, and you guys are going to be like, this fucking dude 
hasn't done anything on his field on his feet all season. And he's going to make you guys mad because he's going to start running the ball. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what kind of pressure you guys are going to going to apply. Obviously, we have a great offensive line, and you guys have really good defensive um, defensive players. Obviously, um, Aiden Hutchinson is pre- predicted to be like one of the, if not the best, defensive end prospect drafted in the draft this year. Um, so I'm hopefully hoping that he kind of gets uh, has a quiet day, or if he has a few uh, plays here and there, I don't, dude. I'm that's the only thing that stresses me is our offensive line. Really, is if they're going to come out and not allow you guys to fucking rush us and blitz us all game long, dude. Yeah, I saw a stat. Um, it was when when there is a like a statistical pressure on CJ Shroud, his completion rate drops. I think it was like twenty two percent or something. Because I mean, if you let CJ throw with no pressure, he's gonna he's gonna tear you apart. So they're gonna have to get some kind of pressure. But like you said, man, your guys' offensive line, um, really solid. I mean, you got four tackles essentially, and you move two of them to guard. So they're they are really good at pass blocking. Dude, I seen a hilarious video on uh, Instagram the other day. Back in, I think it was 2018. What 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 year was Aiden Hutchinson a freshman? 2018. Yes, it was the, it was the game where um, J.K. Dobbins was on the ground and two of you guys' players ripped off oh, his God. shoe. I see that. I'm yeah. like, I was looking at that. I'm like, damn. I was like, Aiden Hutchinson. I was like, this dude's been there for a minute. I thought this dude was like a a freshman a year ago or something. I'm like, wait a second. This is like three years ago. And this dude's <laughs> ripping our players' shoes off on the ground. Dude, I was so pissed when that happened. I think it was him and Carlo Kemp. I was like. What the hell are you doing? Dude, that game, oh, I think that the, the, when they ripped the shoe off, that was 2019. I was so mad during that entire game. We were playing so stupid. Like, we had so many dumbass penalties, and that was just, like, the cherry on top. I'm like, are you literally just trying to lose this game? Like, why? Who in the hell said, hey, let's let's untie the shoe. We're not going to get called for an unsportsmanlike conduct here. Like, that was the stupidest thing ever. I was so mad when I saw that. What game in the in the previous seasons? Obviously, we didn't play last year, which that sucks because um, I think it would have been a pretty good game last year as well. Um, <laughs> in, in in the previous years, let's say from twenty fifteen on, which game was the most yeah. depressing game for you? Twenty sixteen, without a doubt, <laughs> because bro, we were up seventeen to seven, and I think we were we were at our own twenty yard line. And uh, we threw a screen pass. I think it was to Davion Smith. And he ran. He ran. He rumbled all the way down to, like, the 50-yard line. And I was like, oh, like, dude, this is it. We're, we're, we have momentum. The crowd's quiet. We're, like, mid-late third. Um, you know, we're going to go score a touchdown. And I see a flag on the field. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what happened? Our, our Best offensive lineman, when he was blocking downfield, accidentally pulled one of your guys' face masks. And that was a 15-yard from the spot. We got backed up. And I think after that, Wilt threw his second interception on the day. And it was just like from that on, the crowd was into it. All the momentum was with you guys. And then obviously, the, the whole, the whole spot, spot ordeal. You know, Was JT short? JT was short thing, you know. I was freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, we just won the game. We just won the game. Um, and was he short in your opinion, though? Was he short in your opinion? 
Let's hear your most unbiased answer right here, dude. Like, honestly, with the call on the field, if you guys were in the same situation, you guys would not think you guys were short, just like we don't. I don't think it was short either. I think it was literally right at the spot. But let's hear your take on it. In my completely unbiased Michigan opinion, I think he was short. (laughs) Totally, totally unbiased, right? Totally unbiased. Yeah, I mean, um, if you think that, man, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, I don't think he was short. Obviously, it's unbiased, just like yours. But um, <laughs> I think it's, I mean, it's a torn regard- uh, argument, dude. It's a torn argument. It is a torn argument. I mean, regardless of that, we blew it because I think it was, what was it? It was third. Man, was it third and eleven? Yeah, and you let Curtis Samuel dude, do all that, <laughs> bro. I get so mad every time I watch that because our two defensive tackles, I think it was Ryan Glasgow and Maurice Hurst. Like, if they would have just stood where they were, they would have, he wouldn't have had anywhere to go. But they over pursued and took a horrible angle. I don't even know what they were doing and just let him completely turn back the other way. It was, oh, it was so brutal. And the only reason we went for it on fourth down was because of our kicker inconsistent all game long. I think he missed two field goals, I think. Yeah, yeah, dude. He was super reliable the whole year. I, I don't remember his name. Was it Chrisman? Drew Chrisman? No, Tyler Durbin, man. Tyler Durbin, bro. He was Chrisman money. Was our oh, but he was money throughout the whole year, and then he missed, like, the, I think it was, like, a 20-something yard chip shot at the start of the game, and I was like, all right, okay. Let's see what we can do with this, but yeah. Well, Gosh, man. And, and then and then he and then he missed the one late in the game. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. That, at that point, dude, I'm telling you, I remember this so vividly. As soon as he missed that field goal, I think I don't I think it was in the fourth quarter with like ten minutes or eight minutes left or something. I don't remember exactly what the time frame was, but in my mind, and I was sitting there because I bitch so much when we play, dude. If anything goes wrong or we do something stupid or something like that happens, dude, I was literally saying to myself, I'm like, we're going to lose. Oh, this is going to be the fucking year. I'm like, we're going to lose this fucking game because he couldn't make his field goal. The game, yeah. the game should have never went to overtime, man. If we would have made our fucking field goals, we would have won the game in regulation. <laughs> was your heart in your mouth for that uh, last field goal at like the 10-yard line to tie it? Yeah, it, it it was because I was all like, dude, um, I was like, you got it. You got you can't fucking miss three, dude. There's no way you're going to be the reason we lose this game. You, you're you're going to be the reason that this game is going in overtime for one. But you can't be the reason this game is lost because you can't make your field goals. And it's not like it's yeah. a 30, 40, 50 yard field goal. It's a fucking 20 something yard field goal, dude. It's a fucking extra point. Right. Yeah. You're a D1 kicker, too. It's like, come on, man. He was on. he was a transfer given. I mean, he was transferred out from, I think, I don't remember what school he came from, maybe North Carolina. Or, I don't remember because we got no ruggles this year, and I think he came from North Carolina or Duke. But he was also a transfer kicker his first season at Ohio State um, because Sean Nuremberger, our main kicker, he was injured that season. So he was the main guy. But not only was it stressful to watch that extra kick, it was stressful to watch us kick it off to you guys before a freaking overtime and watch you guys almost return the touchdown at the end of the game. Oh. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You guys returned it like like 50 yards. I was like, dude, how do you guys allow – like, you guys, like, how do you guys allow that? <laughs> was that Donovan Peoples-Jones that returned that? Uh, that was Jordan Lewis. I remember that, dude. Oh, yeah, Jordan fucking Lewis, Because he went dude. to the right, and Peppers was, like, right next to him. And then I think he went behind Jabril and just cut it back left. And I was like, holy shit, he's going to house this. I was freaking out. 
But yeah, obviously they, they caught him. Uh, I think he just crossed midfield. But that was- and then overtime, dude. Overtime fucking screwed me too. I'm like, dude, okay. We scored really quick in overtime, I, I think, right? I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was like two plays. And then you guys get the ball. And I'm thinking, okay, we, we locked you guys up. And then you guys, what was it third down or fourth down that you guys scored a touchdown on with fucking Marshawn Lattimore in coverage? Dude. Yeah, fourth and goal, slant to Amara Darbo on Marshawn Lattimore, dude. Marshawn Lattimore. And we scored. I was pissed, dude. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, how <laughs> do you allow that on fourth fucking down? That is, you can't do that on fourth down. It's a slant, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, boom, we know what happens from there. Um. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, I think, because I think 2017 was when I started my page. And, God, I must have been freshman or sophomore in high school. And I posted the JT uh, the picture of him like at, at that fourth down. And I said JT was short. And he commented on it. This was when I had like 300 followers. And he said, y'all salty. And I was, I was like, oh, my God, JT Bear just commented <laughs> on my post. This is nuts. I'm blocked now. He blocked me. Bro, I have, I've had players from your guys' uh, uh, school block me. You know, Braylon Edwards has me blocked. Um, oh, uh, Chase Winovich blocked me. Um Man, I was going back and forth with Chase Winovich for a minute. That dude was big fucking crap. Dude, dude, I think I remember that. I think I remember that. Yeah, because I posted a video of him getting absolutely fucking blown up on like a, a fucking sideline, side, like a crackback block or something where he got hit by the fucking, who, I don't remember who hit him, but it was totally uh, knocked him, knocked his ass to the ground. I posted the video and he got tagged. This dude was so salty about it. I'm pretty sure he was in my DMs about it. And uh, yeah, he got, he blocked me. I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh my god oh man man oh man oh man dude and then going into uh 20 that 2018 game when we were ranked number four we were ranked number four dude and our only loss was at notre dame the first game of the year and notre dame ended up going undefeated in the regular season i think um and i was feeling so confident i was like all right bro our defense we have we have winovich we have Gary. We have Devin Bush. Um, like we're we're gonna win this game, and of course, I think I saw Joel Klatt. You know the uh, Fox commentator analyst, Joel Klatt. Yeah, I love Joel Klatt. Yeah, he was uh he was talking about that 2018 game. I think to Rich Eisen, and he he was talking to Ryan Day. He's like, "So, how are you feeling about the game? You you got an offensive plan against Michigan's defense?" And I guess Ryan Day. And uh, Don Brown used to coach together. And Joel said all Ryan did was just smile at him and say, yeah, I have an idea of what I should do. And, I mean, obviously we all know what happened from there. Absolute massacre on drag routes because we wouldn't stop playing man defense. Dude, I, was, I wanted to throw a brick at my, t- <laughs> at my TV that year. It was the Chris Olave show, man. He came alive in that game. It was his coming out party. Yeah, man. I was like, who the hell is this kid? Because I think he was a three-star recruit. Yeah, three-star. I remember he was number 17. And, bro, slant. Bro, no crosser. <laughs> I was like, bro, how the fuck you guys going to keep letting us do the same thing I over know. and over again? I'm like, dude, not, there's not even, like, if you took an NFL team and put them against, like, a top-five college team, they can't just play man the whole game. I don't know, man. It was just so frustrating because as a as a high school kid, you're sitting there and you're like, you can't fucking do this over and over. Come on. You played football in high school, right? 
Yeah, yeah, I played football. I uh, m- my school we play. Uh, we're D one. We're D one in Michigan. Um, I was a captain my senior year. We ended up. We went. We went eight and one. Uh, in the regular season, and we were projected. I think we were projected to go final four. We were ranked like top five in the state. But the team that we beat week nine, we hosted week 10, first round of the playoffs. And, dude, we just got fucked up bad because they made so many adjustments. What did you play? I played inside linebacker. Pretty cool. Um, And we played – so I went to Rockford High School. We played East Kentwood uh, back-to-back, and they had a Michigan State commit, a Penn State commit. Um, I think they had another – the the Mozzie Smith that plays for Michigan, he was a year above me. He went to EK, and I think there's an offensive tackle at Wisconsin right now that went to EK. But they have so much talent, and it's usually their coaching that screws them over. But they they uh they made a bunch of adjustments for the next week, first round of the playoffs, and that Michigan State commit. I think he's a center now, so he should be a, a sophomore or redshirt freshman, dude. He laid me on my ass like at least four or five times. It's all the confidence going into the game. You're probably lined up opposite side of him. You're like, yeah, motherfucker, let's go, motherfucker, bitch. And then you, <laughs> and then yeah, you put dude, on your well, ass. Yeah, and they were pissed because we whooped their ass the, the previous week. So now they're like, all right, fuck you guys. Like, we know what to do now. Yeah, that that was tough. But it was cool. It was cool playing against that um, caliber of player. Because I don't think, and obviously I don't play in college, and I'm not D1, D2, or D3, but until like you see a D1 athlete on the field and you see how fast they play, it's kind of hard to grasp. Because just watching TV, you're like, oh, like why don't you just cover this guy? Why don't you just beat that block? But then you kind of realize like these guys are absolute freaks, you know? Are you um Are you going to the game this weekend or tomorrow? I am not. Me and my buddy, who's actually in the chat, we almost. Mitch. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I see – look, look. before you got on here, I was about to say, where's Mitch? And then I seen him in there. I was like, oh, there's Mitch. Isn't Mitch an Oregon fan? Mitch is a Notre Dame fan. Notre Dame. Okay, Notre Dame. I remember talking about that. I don't remember if it was Notre Dame or Oregon. He's probably thinking that his team's going to make the playoffs too, huh? Yeah, dude, they might squeeze in there. They're, they're, they've been sneaky. Hey, Mitch, you got anything to say? You want to call – you want to push the talk button and say anything? Yeah, Mitch, let's hear what your thoughts are. Dude, yeah, he's, coming, he's coming over for the game tomorrow. Yeah, Mitch, hit the talk button. Let's let's see what you got. What you think about the Ohio State game tomorrow? What do you think? Yeah, this would be unbiased since he's not affiliated with either team. I don't even think he knows how to hit the call button. If I'm being honest, it's a little call at the bottom. I think I don't I don't know how that works, but I never let somebody else talk while two people were talking, so I didn't know how that worked. But I know that you can do it. But if he can't figure it out, it's all good. I understand that. Um, it's a little com- it's a it's a little complex. It's a cool <laughs> app and everything. It's a little confusing to use sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah. But let's uh let's start wrapping it up and let's get your honest predictions for the game tomorrow, man. All right. I think uh honest honestly, I think Gaddis is gonna have some tricks up his sleeve. I think he's gonna have uh some some plays where he gives his guys advantages. Um and I, I think we'll have some 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 decent drives in the first half. I, I can see Ohio State being up by like one possession at halftime. Um, but I just think as the game goes on, 
And I mean, I hope it snows tomorrow. I really do, because that would help Michigan out a ton. I just think Ohio State's going to end up pulling away. Um, I, I think our offense is going to score, but not enough. If I had to predict, I would say Ohio State 45, Michigan anywhere from like 30 to 35. I'd say I'd probably say 45 to 34 Ohio State. Um, okay, that's pretty good prediction. Um, I've been saying all week, bro, I was like, Buckeyes by 30. Uh, I don't know whether it's going to be us by 30 and you guys still have a bunch of points and we just, like you said, we pull away at the end in the second half and we're in the fourth quarter and end up going by, going up by like 14 to 21 points uh, late, but it's going to be the same situation as the uh, MSU game. It's either going to be really close or we're going we're gonna to blow you guys out. Um, I, think it'll, I think it'll be yeah. semi-competitive at first, but... Uh, honestly, I think uh, I think we ultimately are going to blow you guys out. Um, uh, I don't want to eat my words, but I'm com- I'm confident in that. So that if those predictions don't come true, I will hold my L. And the only thing that I'm worried about, if you guys do beat us, <laughs> if you guys do beat us, is all the little fans, dude. All the freaking uh, team dude. up north fans coming on my page acting like they didn't just lose every single game every year <laughs> since 2011 <laughs> against us. They're going to come on my page talking, L, hold that L, you fucking suck. Oh, we own you. Like, oh, dude, that's that's what I'm not prepared for. <laughs> I cannot be prepared for that. Anthony, if Michigan wins tomorrow, Ann Arbor as a city is going to burn down. I guarantee it. It's You guys, you guys are going to pull an MSU like when they beat you guys? You guys are going to start freaking flipping cars and destroying people's <laughs> dude, freaking, freaking bro, cars? Bro, one, one of my high school buddies, we went because I was at the game Halloween weekend and everything. Where they were flipping the cars, that was Cedar Village. That's where he lives. So, dude, he was freaking out. He was like, they better not flip my fucking car, bro. I swear. But Dude, I was talking to, yeah, I was talking to MSU Sports Zone about that. He was, like, he was like, no, the guy let him do it. I'm like, no, they fucking did it. I was like, there was a dude in one of these videos, like, shoving people <laughs> off the car saying, get the fuck off the car. That's somebody's car. Nobody allowed anybody to flip their nice-ass car and destroy it because they won a football game. There ain't no way somebody allowed that. Yeah, bro, that's what I was saying to Mitch. I'm like, imagine making that call to your parents back at home. Like, uh, yeah, my, my car got flipped over and it's broke now. Like, dude, that'd be so fucked up. But can you imagine being that stupid and fucking doing it with your face all over the internet? Dude, I know. Yeah, you can Breaking get... windshields and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these dudes, man? College students acting like fools, being recorded while doing it. Like, you guys don't think that you can get in trouble after the fact that you did some stupid shit? Like, dude, that is like... That's illegal. You can't do that. Yeah, you could get sued for a bag, man. There could be a settlement for that or some shit, you know? Crazy stuff, dude. But, but, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I think tomorrow, if Michigan is able to sustain drives, um, they're going to keep it close. Um, if not, Ohio State's going to keep their foot on the pedal. Um, but, you know, regardless of the outcome, I'm just excited to watch the game. It's obviously, I heard, I heard Paul Feinbaum said, uh, I think it was today, he said Auburn-Alabama is the best rivalry in college football without a question. I was like, how's that a good rivalry when it hasn't really been a good rivalry since, like, uh, what's his name was at Auburn when they got the kick six, Trey or Marshall or whatever, Nick Marshall. Like, fucking Auburn sucks, dude. Even with Bo Nix, Bo Nix sucks. Bo Nix is not a good quarterback. Dude, that's what I've been I'm like, dude, Auburn walks into that game 
like seven and four and six and five more often than not, at least Michigan goes into the game like 10 and one or nine and two. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not going to be like, no, fuck that shit. Auburn sucks. If it was a competitive, <laughs> competitive series and Auburn was actually uh, good every year, and I'm not talking seven wins good. No, that's not good. While I do think that they could keep it close with Alabama because Alabama hasn't shown that they can be dominant at all this year, um, right. I think anything could happen against Alabama. Alabama has like, almost lost a lot of games this year, and they did lose uh, a game to fucking Texas A&M. So, who knows yep. what's going to happen in that game? I don't know. I really don't care because all I'm worried about is our game tomorrow and um, the Big Ten Championship if we do prevail. And I don't know who we're going to play. It's either going to be Wisconsin or I think if uh, Wisconsin loses tomorrow, it's going to be Iowa. So, yeah, I'm excited yeah, to see how this season's going to end, even though it's been a very short season, it feels like. The season went by really quickly. Dude, it, it flew by, didn't it? I swear. It did, and NFL's blown by, too. I mean, the fucking season's, like, more than half over. I'm like, God damn it, dude. Fucking f- football is my favorite sport, and it's about to be over already. And college basketball is cool and all, because do you see the upset today? Fucking Kansas lost to fucking Dayton. Dude, I saw that. It was a bu- buzzer beater or something? Dude, it was fucking Dayton missed, or Dayton got their shit blocked, got the got the rebound. Fucking dude that got the rebound just went, was, they were down by one, given. Dude takes it and just throws up some weird ass shot that looks like he was gonna fucking airball, hits the fr- front of the rim and just bounces in. Jesus, I don't know if, if somebody would have put like a hundred dollars on Dayton to win that game, you know how much money they would have made? Insane. Oh, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but but dude, I appreciate you coming on here with me, and I appreciate everybody that listened because we had a decent amount of people in here uh, at one point. But if you guys aren't following me already, give me a follow. Um, good luck tomorrow, dude. Um. Uh, hopefully the game is clean and uh, there ain't no bullshit calls in that game and we could uh, watch the game without the stress of the refs. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, man. But, uh, yeah, thank you again. Uh, always great talking with you, Anthony. And uh, take it easy, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Peace out, guys. Peace out.